I think you just got to give it a fresh look. I mean, I think you owe it to your clients to kind of leave no stone unturned. DPL's Ross McGoodwin and advisor Aaron Parrish talk about why he decided to use annuities as a principal protection solution for his clients and the importance of incorporating insurance in his firm. You're listening to Advisor Revelations. All right, welcome to the Advisor Revelations podcast. My name is Ross McGoodwin. I'm a consultant here at DPL Financial Partners, and I'm going to be joined today by one of our member firms and member advisors, Aaron Parrish. He's with Level Wealth Management. Aaron, how are you today? I'm doing well. Uh, thanks for having me. How are you doing, Ross? I'm doing well. Can't, can't complain. It's uh, definitely you know some crazy times we're going through right now, but uh, it's great to still be able to you know, be connected with all of our advisors. Really, uh, today, what, what I wanted to focus on with you is really just your experience so far in, in working with DPL, but specifically Maybe we have been able to really address things in a unique perspective with principal protection and uh, really looking at holistic financial planning. So I thought it'd be helpful just to start us off. Tell us a little bit about your background uh, there at your firm, your journey that led you to the industry and a little bit about uh, your experiences uh, to this point. I graduated college at a really good time in 2008 with a finance degree. Um, so that was interesting. But Fortunately, was able to uh, join BB&T. They had a financial planning division at that time. So a lot of my background was in planning, just looking at things holistically. Um, but I eventually left the bank to join another firm um, and just work my way up through there and started managing a team and really enjoyed it. But eventually um, just decided I wanted to do something a little bit different, um, offer a different fee structure and different model. Um, and so I left last year to start Level Wealth Management. Um, and not long after, you know, starting the firm, I think I ended up joining you guys because um, I've been following you along for a while. The, the DPL story, it was always intriguing to me. And so mm-hmm. um, eventually joined up with you guys last year and I've been really happy so far. I remember when we first talked, uh, yeah, you're definitely looking to keep tabs on us and really just the changing industry uh, overall. I think you had a little more you know, experience and perspective on the traditional landscape of annuities and insurance. But uh, you could tell that there was definitely a movement that was going on uh, with the fee-only side, maybe one that was a long time coming. And uh, I think it'd be really helpful for everyone to know, you know, why are we wanting to explore this, especially as a fee-only advisor at the time when we started working together? Number one, as a fee-only advisor, I think most of these advisors are looking at their clients comprehensively, and that includes insurance. And so just because I don't receive commissions for insurance, it doesn't mean that that's not important for the client. And so that sparked my interest. And, in, in, you know, being a solo advisor and not having a strong background in insurance, I really like the opportunity to kind of use you guys as my you know, insurance department. You know, I can send you guys things and you'll run the numbers on it, tell me the pros and cons and let me know if we can do better or if it's a really good option for the client, they should just stick with what they have. It's been helpful to have you guys to lean on. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's interesting whenever we talk to advisors who are who are fee only. You know, a lot of them start off by saying, "Well, I don't do insurance, or I don't do these." You know, I'm, I'm going to get involved in these areas of planning. But the reality is, is if you're a holistic planner, it's uh, it's going to come up one way or the other. So uh, it's always uh, interesting to to get the perspective now, where there's the advent of commission free. It really does change the conversation. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's really fascinating with with what's happening where. I think insurance has had a bad reputation for quite a while because of those commissions and that fee structure. 
Um, but, you know, with the ability to remove the commissions, it, it's lowering the expenses, uh, it's reducing conflicts of interest. I think it's it's really exciting to see, you know, what new solutions are going to come out um, or be available to clients that are working with fee-only advisors and through DPL. And so that's why I was very intrigued to kind of see, you know, following you guys for a while and just see, you know, what does this actually look like when you are able to remove those commissions? You know, is it better for the client? Yeah, absolutely. At the end of the day, we always want to do what's what's best for the client. And if it leads to a you know better overall financial plan, then uh, that's the win-win that we want to deliver. Looking at how maybe your scope of planning has changed, especially the last few months, you know, there's been a lot going on in the industry. What's maybe changed in terms of your day-to-day with clients or, or maybe some conversations that you've noticed the last few months compared to maybe you know even a year or two years ago? Well, everything's virtual right now. So that's, that's a big change. But, um, <laughs> yep. It's been a lot of checking the financial plan to make sure everything's still okay. Whenever I work with a client, we always talk about the only thing that we do know is that it's not going to work out exactly the way we're showing it here. The last six months have been a great example of that. No one would have forecast what's occurred. And so just revisiting the numbers, um, maybe some new things have changed. I had a lot of clients with adult children who were caught up in some of the industries most affected by COVID where there's travel or maybe it's oil with the prices going down. And so they were talking about needing to support some kids. And so just revisiting those plans, uh, making adjustments where necessary, and just trying to assure everyone that everything's going to be okay. And then if not, trying to figure out what needs to be done to make sure we're we're on the right path still. It seems like you definitely keep a you know, very proactive approach with clients, which is especially important uh, these past few months and with people, you know, probably getting a you know, little uncomfortable maybe as uh, different factors are changing. So, Aaron, we spent a lot of time trying to work with you to really just find better returns within the portfolio, specifically looking at how you could de-risk uh, for some of your clients. You know, their landscape's really changed uh, compared to 10, 20 years ago. It's difficult to get uh, the necessary yield on fixed income and some of these principal protection type strategies. And I remember when we first started working together that uh, you shared a, an article on LinkedIn talking about CD rates because they were just more competitive than what a lot of advisors were yielding uh, for their own fixed income. So that really sparked a lot of great conversation with us saying, hey, we have a really smart solution that essentially is going to be like a tax deferred uh, CD, maybe with a much more competitive rate. So talk us through you know, how we started working with you for those clients who really did want uh, to de-risk, but maybe wanted some better upside than what they could get in the current environment. The vast majority of my clients are either retired or you know, on the cusp of entering retirement. And so we're always having conversations about ways to reduce risk. And so historically, that's been cash and bonds. Um, and so just that article you mentioned was just taking note that, you know, some of these CDs that are backed by the FDIC um, are, are paying more than what some of these bonds are paying. And so, you know, it doesn't make sense to take from here and move it to a different uh, investment vehicle where it's still safe, but we're, we're trying to enhance that rate of return, that yield that the, the client is is earning. That article was put out there, and then I know we had a lot of conversations, and then that, that fixed annuity came up where we started talking about that, and I think it's the same case, but I think even stronger where you are tying up the money for a, a certain period of time, but it's still a safe investment and it's yielding sometimes significantly more than other bonds or what's available out there. And so it's just giving 
clients a new option, looking at some different alternatives to try to still keep the investment safe, but try to do better than what we're currently being offered in the fixed income space. Yeah, for sure. And and the you know, the MIGA, the, the fixed annuity, it also has inherently built like any annuity has unlimited tax deferred growth. So that's another nice benefit well, with that type of option is providing maybe a better rate of return, but also having uh, that uh, tax deferral built in uh, along the way uh, so that everything's reinvested. So and, and I guess looking at that strategy, does, does that help you in the other areas of financial plan, just knowing that you have that guarantee and having the better rate of return? Does that now kind of reassess your approach to managing you know, maybe the equities or the outside investments? I mean, walk us through maybe how that uh, kind of changes the game in terms of the other areas of the plan. It's been interesting to be able to walk this through in financial plans and where you're historically looking at a Monte Carlo analysis, which is going to take into account the volatility of different asset classes. But when you can take a portion of that and actually lock in a guarantee, how that can you know increase that Monte Carlo analysis um, or increase those success rates. And, and so, yeah, it's definitely changed my, my thinking on it to just this is another tool in the tool belt to talk with clients about. And it's not for everybody, but I think sure. it's, it's something that should be discussed um, and let them choose and you know, make them aware of the pros and cons. And then they can, you know, choose to go that route if they want to. And that's where I think, you know, part of my job is just, it's about providing advice or guidance and letting, helping them understand what I know, how it pertains to their situation. And sometimes it's a really good fit and, and sometimes it's not, but you know, just helping the clients become aware of this because nobody really knows about this unless they're working through an advisor through DPL. So yeah, Aaron, as we've been talking, obviously you're a fee-only advisor. So in the past, maybe clients haven't normally looked at annuities. Uh, It's maybe a new area for them to consider. Maybe one that they're surprised uh, that you're you're bringing up uh, in the equation or, or to their financial plan. So how do you enter that conversation? How do you really bring up annuities and what's their reaction? I think sometimes there's there's always that negative connotation about annuities. And so I'm always quick to tell the DPL story of, you know, why I work, you know, through you guys to provide these annuities um, and just kind of allay some of the initial fears someone might think of with commissions and surrender periods, et cetera. But just I try to pose it to, to people, you know, might be interested in it. Some clients are just trying to enhance returns. So if we can potentially use the the MIGA fixed annuity to, you know, increase the rates of return they're getting in fixed income, you know, they may find that attractive. And so just mentioning that we're discussing investment options. And then also with some clients that are just very conservative, you know, we, we've talked about different things and, and what they're willing to do in terms of risk and what they're not willing to do. And so kind of bringing this up as an option to give them as much stability as possible, just bringing it up that way, but also trying to make sure they understand that there's no commissions here, there's there's no conflict of interest, and a lot of the expenses have been reduced in it. Um, but mainly trying to bring it up during our investment conversation after we've gone through the financial plan, now we're trying to figure out how much risk do they want to take, um, and then how can we try to maximize the return they're getting for that level of risk. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. That's a great approach to take. And uh, I think you're doing a good job of you know, disarming clients, maybe from uh, their initial viewpoints on annuities and being able to take a fresh perspective on the industry, just like you have as the financial planner. You also have, you know, really, uh, I think, unique business model in that uh you, you don't have some of the same you know, concept of interest uh, towards certain 
you know, asset classes or, or strategies. Uh, tell everyone a little bit about your business model. You know, I think it's a flat fee per client, per financial plan. That kind of frees up a lot of flexibility for you, in my opinion, uh, because of that unique perspective. And uh, I, I think that's also helped you just really stay open minded and, and look at where there's maybe an annuity that could really fit into the financial plan. Doesn't matter to you. You know, you're you are uh, working on that flat fee basis. Uh, do you maybe want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So I mean, you hit the nail on the head. It's a it's a flat fee. It's fifteen hundred dollars per quarter. Comes out to six thousand dollars per year. That covers a family. It it's, covers all the investments, the planning, the tax planning, etc. Um, so it doesn't fluctuate for any reason. Whether they choose to keep their investments with me, or if we're putting investments into a fixed annuity, or housing things at Schwab and TD, or if the client just chooses to manage the investments on their own. And so I think having it static like that, where it's not influenced by certain choices, helps reduce conflicts of interest. Yeah. Um, and then that expands what I'm open to, where I don't care if the client you know, chooses to keep those investments where I can manage them directly, but a custodian, or sometimes it's TIA, where they might have a nice guaranteed interest rate through their 403B with TIA Cref, and we say, hey, let's keep this there and take advantage of that. Or some cases we say, hey, let's put this with um, through DPL. We can use this uh, four-year fixed annuity and get a higher rate of return. You know, I may not be able to bill on it or anything of that nature, but that doesn't really affect my compensation. So it doesn't matter to me. And so I guess it mm-hmm. inherently makes me be more open about you know putting money in other locations as opposed to where I can actually bill on it. That's really really interesting point. And, uh, you know, as the industry is growing, there's more and more annuities that you can build directly. You know, that option that is uh, over time, we've, we've seen it, you know, yielding between, you know, about three or almost 4%, maybe in the beginning of our analysis, but uh, just having that greater return uh, that's also tax deferred. And because it's an annuity, I think uh, was a really interesting you know option to, to look through. And that's, uh, I think, uh, really been able to, to help you be able to, you know, reduce risk, but stay on track uh, and not have to, you know, go towards maybe some lower yielding type of investments. So it's been really interesting to see that develop within your plan. Uh, now, looking at really just today, when you're talking with clients, what are they most concerned about right now? Just big picture and, and how are you addressing those needs? Right now, it's most people have actually been pretty calm. Um, they've they've seen you know downturns before. Most people are optimistic this will be you know addressed at some point in the future. Uh, it's just a matter of of making it through this this volatile time period. And I think most of my clients had already chosen to reduce risk leading into this. Um, it's really just questions about what's going to happen going forward along with this last and just making sure that the financial plan is still okay. Really, you know, is there are there any you know, levers we should be pulling right now to take advantage of things, um, things of that nature. But it's, it hasn't been as stressful for clients as I would have been anticipated. Um, I only had a few panic phone calls um, back in March and April, but most people seemed pretty calm when I reached out to them. Absolutely. No, it's, uh, I think mean, it's just a testament to probably the, your approach with clients for them to be calm and, and uh, you know, understand that you can't react to everything uh, <laughs> that's going to happen constantly. There's going to yeah. be volatility. We're maybe overdue for, uh, you know, some, some more unpredictable uh, market environments. So uh, good to hear that uh, it's been, you know, really uh, just staying on track and, and keep people, keeping people really focused on the long term. 
since you start working with DPL, you know, we we do focus on education and, and trying to go through you know different planning topics. Just kind of big picture perspective, what have you learned about using annuities around principal protection and retirement income? You know, those are maybe two things a lot of advisors are curious about and uh, are wanting to learn more. So uh, what would you, what have you learned that maybe a year ago you wouldn't uh, have anticipated? Uh, quite a lot. I feel like a lot of those first sessions that we had in terms of education just expanded sort of my horizon and trying to reduce risk, but it, it can really enhance someone's financial plan potentially um, by using some of these guarantees to either lock in a guaranteed growth rate or a set amount of income to, you know, all this tying back into the financial plan of here's why we might do this because it can, uh, you know, give us this guarantee that can increase your success rate, you know, from an 85 to a 90 or whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, but just, not looking at it in a silo of just this one investment option, but tying it back to the financial plan of, you know, here's why we might do this and why it makes sense. I mean, you guys have provided loads of literature and information with research just backing up things, uh, you know, why to view it a certain way, et cetera. And so I've really enjoyed just having that information and to help us, you know, decide is this right for my clients and, and why does this make sense or why does this not make sense? In just looking at uh, the annuity landscape, within the overall financial plan. And you mentioned it's another tool in your toolkit. You know, how do you really think about them in terms of their benefits and features? You know, we've talked about principal protection and income. Uh, what are maybe some of the situations that jump out to you of saying, okay, yes, I think this person does fit the right fact pattern, the right characteristics that they should be considering this? The main ones that come across uh, would be someone being very conservative, but I think even for clients that would not be considered conservative, you know, they're still going to have a portion in bonds. And so if there's no liquidity issues there, they can afford to, to tie money up for a period of time. You know, I think, you know, in that case, that four-year fixed annuity, you know, we can still, you know, we're not taking more risk, but we're, we are locking that money up for a period of time, but we're getting a better rate of return than what they might get in other cash and bonds. And so even, for clients that are not conservative, they've seen a lot of value in, you know, looking at these as an investment vehicle. And sometimes you view it from a risk reduction standpoint, and sometimes you view it as a, a return enhancement standpoint yeah. of in this fixed income environment, you know, how can we squeeze a little bit extra out? Um, and so people have appreciated being able to get a little bit extra without really significantly increasing risk in the fixed income environment. So I think you know, for, for those people, for that type of annuity that are just, they're trying to maximize returns, it's going to be an option for most people. And then you've got people that are just very conservative and, you know, that's been very attractive to get a guarantee where I've got some clients that, you know, don't want the fluctuations that come along with bonds right now. And so, you know, right. this has been nice to be able to offer something that is just, it's flat, it's guaranteed. They can appreciate that. And, and that's what resonates with them. And per some of the education we've done, the MIGA, it is going to have a liquidity restriction for a few years, but there's also other options out there uh, that may not have the same liquidity restrictions that can still uh, protect principal, may have a little lower rate as a result, uh, but still very competitive versus fixed income. So that's why, you know, as your partner, we just like to be open minded and figure out, you know, what's their appetite for risk and liquidity, and then we will find the best option from there. In looking at you know, RA firms out there who maybe aren't yet working with us are not yet really considering this commission-free landscape. 
we obviously have a very unique model with our membership. It was we launched it in 2018. It's a, a newer concept, one that hadn't really existed in the industry, of course, in the fee only space. Uh, but what does this partnership really mean for you that other advisors can understand? And I think it's just it's like having almost like an insurance department. Um, I think I might have referenced that earlier of yeah. when I've got something, I lean on you guys. You know, I've got a team that's there working for me. So when I have clients that have insurance products, I can send them to you guys and you'll come back quickly with, you know, hey, here are the benefits of this. Here are the, the cons of this. And, you know, we could substitute this out with X, Y, Z, which would lower their costs. I mean, I've had multiple clients now where we've been able to, you know, 1035 something into a lower cost annuity. Um, or then we've also had some clients where you guys came back and said, hey, this is actually pretty attractive. They locked in some good rates. And I appreciate the honesty um, that you guys bring to that table of just, you know, helping me do what's right for the client. Yeah, we, we always want to be objective and uh, similar to how you approach the building of financial plans. You want to really remove your conflict of interest. Uh, you want to be able to deliver the the best results, no matter the circumstance, uh, we want to maintain that same approach. So I definitely think we're aligned on that aspect. And then what would you really say to other fee-only advisors out there who are skeptical about using annuities or, or you know, that they've seen the, the stigma out there, they, they've stayed away from them in the past. What would you say to them that maybe they haven't realized in the past? What you guys are doing with insurance is removing a lot of that stigma. You know, you're you're removing those commissions. And so that conflict of interest isn't there. Uh, a lot of the barriers that you might have had previously where there might be a long surrender period or something of that nature, you know, sometimes that can be removed. And so I think you're helping make it more palatable to fee-only advisors. And so people just have to get over that, you know, bad reputation that they might have, you know, had from a long time ago about insurance and just give it a fresh look. Because I think when you look at look at it objectively, there are some attractive options here. But, you know, you just have to give it a chance. Yeah, Aaron, I think that's a great perspective. And I look forward to, you know, having other RAs be able to learn from your experience. So uh, really, thanks a lot. Thanks for your time for coming on the Advisor Revelations podcast. And I look forward to continuing to work with you as a member firm. Yeah, Ross, thanks for having me. This has been uh, really enjoyable. And I look forward to working with you. Thanks for listening. You can hear more Advisor Revelations at dplfp.com.